Hey hockey moms, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. Tonight's episode 16 is brought to you by Hot Tamale. When you're looking for authentic Southwest food using homemade ingredients that are fresh, never frozen, be sure to go to Hot Tamale in Potsdam, Canton, and Ogdensburg. Since 2010, Hot Tamale's motto has been homemade, healthy, and in a hurry. Made right in front of you with a choice of over 20 toppings. Each day, your Hot Tamale serves up a different special. Today is family night. Buy three burritos or quesadillas and get the fourth free. And free is good. Check out their $5 and under menu at your Hot Tamale in Potsdam, Canton, and Ogdensburg. Welcome back. We have the usual suspects here tonight, the Blue Line Hockey Club. Patrick, Uncle Artie Sullivan's with us tonight down in Asheville. What's up, Pat? What's up, boys? And Robbie, R.P. Peters, our nerd on staff down in Orlando, Florida. What's up, Robbie? Not much, man. How we doing? Good, good. Got to be hot as balls in Orlando. Hope you got a good deal on that trip. <laughs> Not as and... hot as you guys are right now. <laughs> <laughs> And we have our all-around sports guru, Derek D-Train E2. What's up, Derek? How we doing, boys? Special guest tonight, Wade Negan, just signed contract with the Detroit Red Wings. What's up, Wade? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. So where are you at tonight, Wade? Tonight, I'm in uh, Ottawa, hanging out with some family. I've got uh, my cousins getting married in Lake Placid tomorrow, so we're going to caravan it up and... Uh, Watch, uh, watch my cousin get married. Nice, a little bit of a shit show after the ceremony, probably. <laughs> oh, absolutely, a little bit of shit show tonight. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Three games. Like absolutely, absolutely. Someone else so will get married, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh soon. yeah, yeah. I just got engaged uh, about a week and a half ago. Ah, uh, sucker. Um, Coming from yeah. four married dudes. From four married men here, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Bob. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. So how did you hear about uh, your signing? Did your agent call you? or? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, um, I was talking to my agent for a little bit there over a couple of days, and um, there was just a couple of teams involved. So we were trying to, trying to, or he was, you know, trying to hash out the details. I guess that's what I pay him for. So. Um, but anyway, he, he, uh, he got back to me and, um, you know, Detroit had a good deal and it was uh, a good setup for me. So it was uh, a pretty easy decision, to be honest. Um, once they came forward and had an opportunity for me, I, uh, I kind of jumped on it. So that was, uh, that was pretty much how it went. And then uh, shortly after, they were very good about it. Um, I had a conference call with, you know, some of the, the general manager and assistant general manager and uh, a couple other guys. And uh, so they just kind of welcomed me. They're very welcoming. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, so far so good. So uh, just starting training and getting her going again. Nice. When do they have like a, a training camp or when does that all start up? Yeah. So uh, usually it's like mid-September. Um, so I'll go to Detroit's camp and then go from there. But, uh, so I got some time, but, uh, just got to ease back into training here. You know, the first couple of months of summer kind of take their toll. You got to regroup after a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. Get a little golf in, right? We always forget. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Swing the clubs a little bit, uh, wet the line. And, um, yeah. So where are you living now? Uh, so I still have my place. To, I still have my place in Chicago. I'm uh, I'm gonna go back and move out of there, and then I'm moving back to Canton, and I'm gonna stay in Canton and train 
at SUNY Canton. I was actually on the ice uh, this afternoon uh, at Clarkson University, so I've just kind of been ice hopping around, and uh, whoever will take me, I, I hop on the ice with them, and then uh, I'll just do that until right up until camp starts, and then I'll go from there. And uh, are you running a camp with Flanagan and uh, Alan? Yeah, so this will be, uh, I guess, our third official year of doing uh, the NoCo Hockey Camp. And it's been uh, it's been successful the first two years, and um, like you mentioned, I did it with uh, Mark Phelan, who I think you guys had on uh, had on yeah. earlier on an earlier episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mark, uh, Kyle Flanagan, and myself um, kind of put it together, and it's just you know we obviously have uh, a lot of passion for for hockey, and uh, we want to do what we can to to help younger kids, just you know, give them a chance to to do something good in hockey and just kind of keep progressing through, through the ranks. So we just want to kind of be there for them and uh, just, you know, someone to lean on, you know, as they, as they uh, kind of work their way up. So that was kind of the goal of NoCo. And like I said, it's been uh, a few years going now and we have an absolute blast with it. Um, so it's been great. It's been really fun. Yeah. That's hey, awesome. You're giving back to the kid and kids, man. Wait, up, uh, you know, I think it's, first of all, I'll say that's awesome uh, that, you know, you haven't forgot where you came from and, and those kids are, are a focus. What's some of the main things that you try to, you know, instill? What's the message you're giving these kids? Is it drills? Is it a, a particular vision? Is it all of the above? Yeah, for, for us, it's, you know, we want to give them, first of all, we do it end of July, you know, so it, it's still summer for a lot of these kids probably haven't skated all summer. So it's nothing intensive. It's pretty, um, it's pretty uh, individualized in the sense that, you know, there's not that many guys on the ice and we have a fair amount of coaches on the ice. So we just kind of, we're on the ice. We do a lot of skill drills. Um, you know, our goal mainly is to just, we want kids to, to do something uh, so repetitive um, in terms of stick handling and certain little moves and just do them, um, you know, over and over so that all of a sudden you get to a game and then, you know, you do something that you practice for so long and it just kind of comes second nature to you. So that's our goal. We want to have a couple of those skills that these kids can acquire um, through the first couple of weeks of our camp. And then all of a sudden they're playing in a game and, you know, they're like, Whoa, where'd that move come from? You know, they do something and it's like without thinking. So that's kind of our goal, you know, stuff like that is. Wait, it's uh it's he too. You want to tell these guys hey. how much influence I had on your career from uh, my coaching you that one year? <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it was huge. I, I'm still pulling stuff off of that year. I learned it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who after you got after you got the call uh, that you're going to the Red Wings? Who was uh, who was kind of the first person in your family you reached out to? Well, you know, my fiance was first one to know, obviously, and then after that, um, I called my old man, which is usually the first call I make when anything like that comes up, just because obviously my mom was there doing the same things, um, but I just have. Um, you know, those memories of, of him driving me to all over Canada and all over northern New York and um, just playing in all these hockey tournaments. So, And I think that's uh, something that a lot of, you know, players can relate to is kind of that bond that hockey brings between, uh, you know, their father and themselves. It's just, it's pretty special. And so I, that's always, you know, a big thrill for me is to, to make that call to my old man because, you know, I know how happy and how proud it makes him. So um, that's a pretty rewarding phone call for sure. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to switch yeah. back to uh, your, your NoCo uh, Hockey School 
And Rob, when you find out, let it go. I, yeah, first of all, I, I need a lesson or two. We can, we can get you in there, Rob. Don't worry. Yeah, we can, we can work you in for sure. Are 37 year olds allowed? They do basic skating skills, though. <laughs> well, technically, the second group is 16 plus, so I think you're on There you go, Rob. Hey. Hey. I'm still trying not to skate backwards. That's my weakness. <laughs> we'll we, can, we can straighten you out. We can straighten out. Pay extra for his lunch. So, you know, money. with the way things have changed, uh, you know, it seems like everybody has specialized. You're a hockey player now. You're a baseball player. You're a basketball player. You're a football player or, you, you know, or nothing. When we were playing, we were told to play as many sports as we could. What, what's your philosophy there? Where do you, where do you fall? hundred percent, I think. Um, I think to a certain age, every kid needs to, you know, play every sport that they can throughout the year because, so, you know, so much will translate. I think the hockey, obviously, you know, you know, some stuff isn't going to be exactly the same, but just, you know, in general athleticism and, um, you know, the other thing too, and I think we had this in Canton and I think a lot of small towns are, are similar in that, um, you know, there's this core group of kids, core group of guys that are together, you know, and we played, we played football together. We played hockey together. We played soccer together. So we were always together and we had kind of that, like that team, you know, and it was, and it wasn't just hockey, it was all sports. And, and that was, that was so important to me and that helped me a lot, obviously just spending that time with uh, my peers. And um, like I said, just being able to move from sports to sport and just enjoy ourselves. Like that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I'm super fortunate to be able to, to play a game for a living and, you know, I enjoy it and uh, I'm certainly grateful every minute. So I think that's so important to just, just enjoy it, you know, and I think, um, you know, at times, you know, honestly, parents can get a little carried away with um, what they put their kids through and, and what they, the pressure they put on them. And, you know, I know for me, and I think it's similar for you guys and that we just enjoyed ourselves. We just had fun, you know, and the rest just kind of came. And, you know, uh, you know, of course you get to that point where you need to flip the switch and, um, you know, the competition gets fiercer and everything gets tighter and you need to work that much harder, but there's a time and a place for that. And you'll know, I think when you get to that point, okay, I'm, I, you know, I, I really want to keep going and I want to get better. Um, and I want to keep at it. And I think, you know, you just need to keep, keep going and, uh, keep playing with it, you know, have fun, enjoy it. Is, is the bottom line. What, what time is the uh, appropriate time to say, you know, I'm all in on hockey. When do you think that is it? Is it in high school? Is it? Uh, I think after, think? I think, you know, you get, you get to, for me, it was, I was, I was kind of always all in and that, that I knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to play in the NHL. So that was always in the back of my mind. But um, like I said, we, we enjoyed ourselves and we played other sports, but you know, once you get to, uh, you know, junior, senior of high school and, you know, I think that's a decision-making time, you know, that's, you know, am I really going to, am I willing to commit my life to, to try to make it to the NHL? Because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. You're, you're giving up, you know, portions of your life. It's a big chunk of your life to, to make it to the, to the professional hockey. And um, so I think that decision needs to be made certainly at some point for sure. So we hey, leave Northern elite and go to Woodstock is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I met the boys at Woodstock. <laughs> I just get, I get it now. So, anyway, a lot of the, uh, was when you got, pulled up to the uh, to the Blues was, you know, scoring your first goal in your first game on your first shift on your, I believe, your first shot in the NHL. Can you explain that experience to us? 
Yeah, I can try. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, like it was just unbelievable. I'm still, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those little nuggets that you work your entire life and you work so hard and finally you get that, that little nugget that no one can ever take away from you, you know? So, you know, that was uh, very rewarding for, for myself, to be honest with you, like, to be honest, like, you know, I worked for myself in, in many respects, like I, I worked hard and, um, you know, I, I wanted to get to the next level and I felt that, you know, I earned that chance and, um, you know, fortunately I was willing to capitalize on it. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was tough, tough to put into words. It's, it's something I'll never, ever forget. You got a you got that buck somewhere? I got the puck. St. Louis is pretty good to me. They uh, they had it done up and put it on a plaque and everything, and they gave me my jersey and uh, they gave me all that right before they sent me home. Uh, right after the game, I had to <laughs> I had to walk out of the locker room with my bag around my shoulder, and all the fans are looking at me like, "Where the heck is this guy going?" I had to fly out that night. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good game, Wade. All right, now your place is uh, nine, so you're you're gonna have to get going here. Well, they can't take that away from you, bud. They can't no take way. that away. From you. Was John Curry at that game, Wade, or no? Uh, you know what? He was so upset. He um he was actually home. I think he was just taking a little vacation, and he was just absolutely uh. furious. I was like, hey, I'm coming into town, and uh, but unfortunately, he was back in Canton. But uh, oh, he was in Canton. Okay, drinking. Yeah, days. he was. Yeah, yeah. I actually just ran into him today. I stopped in. I had to meet him for one at uh, in Potsdam. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So Wade, you got uh, you got the uh, what Willie Marshall Award? Is that that's a leading scorer in the AHL, right? In the AHL, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah, it was. It was uh, you know playing with Agostino and uh, made it pretty easy. The guy is just. Unbelievable. I mean, I played with a lot of good players in my life, but uh, Kenny Agostino, it was pretty special, and we had a we had a pretty good thing going all year. I mean, we were just I would just kind of cruise into the zone and get myself in a good scoring position and just hang tight and let him do his thing. He'd eventually find me. It was pretty crazy to play with someone like that that had that sort of skill. So now, was that with Chicago or Portland? That was with Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know. So I I lived in Portland for a couple of years. What what was a couple of your uh, watering holes down there? Gritty McDuff's. Yeah, I I had a couple. We uh, uh, Bonfire was a good country bar right on the strip there. Okay. And, uh, some big some good country nights there, and then uh, there's a little strip there. There's a few of them. Um, and What's that Irish good, one uh, with the uh, pelican on the side? You know that uh, one. I'm not sure. Is it right on that cobblestone street? There's one little strip where it all goes down. That's where the, yeah, yeah. the usual stuff, as you guys say, hang out. <laughs> that's where you'd find that's us, a, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good spot right there, for sure. Hey, Wade, we really, really appreciate you coming on. We know you have a busy weekend. Um, you got the wedding and getting to, checking in with the family tonight. So it's uh, been a pleasure talking to you. We're not going to keep you too long. So if you guys have any last questions for Wade, We'll let him get on to his party. Hey, wait, wait, it's he Before you go, though, even though you're a big time NHLer now, how many how many state championships you got from uh, high school? Ooh. <laughs> Not quite as good as you, E2. I'll tell you what, I, I, only had two years. I only had two cracks at it, though. I only had two yeah. Give me a little time. Thanks for coming uh, in, Wade. Appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Thanks, Thanks for a lot, me. Wade. Take care, buddy. Enjoy yeah. the wedding.
Good luck. You man. bet. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Good luck. We'll yeah. be watching. Take care, Wade. Cheers. Cheers. Wade Megan, Detroit Red Wings, guys. How cool. Nice. Kent, New local York. Local boy. Guy. Yeah. Can be uh, playing with Jimmy Howard, another local guy in the Detroit Red Wings. So hopefully he gets a, a good look coming this fall. Can got a little couple of hockey players, don't they? A little hotbed up there. Huh? St. Lawrence right County, St. Louis. Right next, right next to, to St. Louis, Louis, Missouri. There we go. I'll have New to York. look that up, T. What's the most uh, NHL players from one county? That's a good one to know. I think it's a record that with two Olympians from the same county on the USA men's hockey team. It's got to be. Possible. Jimmy Howard and Greenway. He's breaking What's record. going on? In, so nothing's going on in the NHL, right? Pretty much quiet. Oh, shit. How can you do <laughs> Pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. It, it, it reminds me of a, of a boxing match. You know how they kind of just stand there, and then all of a sudden they take a step back, and you boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden a flurry <laughs> of trades just happened. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been tough to keep up this week. You know, some of the trades, you know, you know, some of the other guys that you might not know, some of the third, fourth liners getting traded. But, um, you know, there's also a flurry of, of free agents that have pretty big time that have been happening this week. So we'll get into that a little bit and uh, see what else is going on with the free agents that haven't been picked up yet, like Carlson. You know, JT, you know, that was probably Tavares, the biggest yeah. news of the week. And that was that was a big surprise. I didn't think he'd end up in uh, Toronto, but he's there. Well, the one thing I knew was he was leaving the Islanders. And, and I'll <laughs> say was a giving. The only reason was because, you know, for a, a, a franchise player like that, if you're going to keep him, you're going to do it early. And it didn't come. So, bye-bye. Yeah, and I think I think we said, um, you know, we were talking small numbers, and then we corrected ourselves last, last week with uh, yeah. 10, 11 that, million. I, I was way off. <laughs> and it was. It was, uh, I think, seven years, 11, mil, 11 million a year, 77 million. So he got paid, and he's going to be going to a good team. He's going to be playing with Austin Matthews up there. Yep. Uh, big city. The Leafs. city loves the Maple Leafs, man. They're mm-hmm. big, big fans. So, I mean, he's in the right market, I think. Well, that was his uh, – that that's his childhood favorite team, man, too. And they, they're saying that uh, – you know, they're saying that other teams offered an average like $13 million, So he turned down, you know, a couple million bucks a year to go sign with Toronto. They, there's that kind of that famous picture now of him laying in bed as a kid with his Toronto Maple Leaf sheets and his blanket over top of him and stuff like that. So that's that's pretty cool to see that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, Sully had to go point. to the Florida Panthers to retire and drink apple teenies and Tampa. <laughs> I hear Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Okay. All right. He wants to matter. So matter now you can still look at it from my perspective. He wants to retire in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Everything's to retire. Huh? Thank you. I mean, come on. Here we go. Yeah, but Toronto's one of the biggest cities, you know, the original six. Um, you know, yep. Canadian fans are awesome. You can't get a better hockey city than Toronto. So uh, JT's Canadian anyways, right? Uh, I think he's, like, just north of uh, Buffalo somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's but, uh, the biggest news. And, then, and they, uh, they dealt in uh, JVR, right? Well, first of all, before we, we change the subjects, I mean, the Maple Leafs are on track here to be pretty good here for the next few years, Mark. You bought your, that new jersey you got in the right time. I mean, with this signing, they got some stars up front. They're a little weak on D, which Eric Carlson would be perfect over there. 
and if Carlson went to Toronto, Toronto is set for the next 10 years. I mean, they will be the powerhouse on the East Coast. But just in that perspective of Toronto, what do you guys think of Toronto as contender in the East this year? Who, who can touch them, I guess, Tampa? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they kind of that, that's a quick turnaround for Toronto too. Because I mean, what a couple of years ago, I mean, two three years Jesus. ago, before Babcock yeah. gets there, they're a freaking laughing stock. You know what I mean? So it's like I can remember picking on. We'll we'll throw Danny Frank's name out there. I mean, I can remember people picking on him relentlessly. A big big Maple Leafs fan up here, but they you know they went from being a laughing stock within like three years to being you know they're legit. You know, go deep in the playoffs, cup contender automatically now. I mean the yeah, kind of, ama- kind of amazing how quick they turned that around. I mean, that's good coaching. Good coaching, obviously, good moves by the GM, and here they are. They'll be top three, top four in the Vegas pooling before the season starts to win the cup, based on you know no on paper. No doubt. And they tr- they traded uh, Van Riemsdyk, right? I believe so. Yes, he's yeah. gone. They got rid of him probably to free up some cap for Tavares. Had to. I mean, I don't know what they would do if. Carlson wants to go there. It almost, I don't know what they what they have available. I probably have to do some more trading. Speaking of Carlson, where's he going to go? He's still uh, restricted know, free agent. Well, they offered, the Sens offered him like eighty million. I mean, I, I, obviously he wants out of there. So I mean, uh, he's on the block, and what they're saying, you know, well, the Rangers, he, Islanders, Lightning, Knights, and Stars are said to have interest. But as the last stuff I saw, what was it? It was down, you know, between. Uh, kind of between Tampa and uh, Ottawa, but then they're saying Tampa might not have enough cap space, and so maybe that's when the Rangers sneak in there and try to steal them away. I heard the Rangers got some deal, got their uh, fingers in there. Finger Rangers, yeah. somewhere. Dallas, sure. and Vegas. Are yeah, I got my fingers crossed. The top three. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm uh, obviously a little biased to the Rangers. It is $80 million, but it's for eight years, so it's only $10 million a year, which, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's debatable whether $10 million a year for Carlson – is enough. I, ju- I just saw something on Twitter or something that a reporter in the article I was reading, Ottawa Sun or something, that uh, a reporter asked him, what uh, what, tr- what did Ottawa offer you? And he kind of looked at him and smirked and said, let's not get into that. Pretty much saying a fucking joke. Huh. Well, Carlson in, uh, in Washington and Drew Dowdy for the Kings just signed big deals too. So I think right. both of them signed for about $8 million a year. So, you know, I think he's probably going to be around that range, maybe 8 or $9 million. Um, You don't see too too many defensemen pulling 10. Well, uh, Carlson but, was the leading scorer for Ottawa, right, as a defenseman? As a defenseman. Makes a yeah, he's good. nasty, but yeah, makes he, might be, he might be a little bit higher up in the, in the pay bracket. Just uh, going back to JVR, he did get dealt from Toronto to the Philadelphia Flyers. They paid him $5 million a year for uh, five years, I think. Yeah, so he got $35 million to go to the Flyers. Hmm. So that freed up $5 million a year on their cap to bring in Tavares. And he, oh, he was already there once, so he's going back. He used to play for the Flyers. So yeah, It's kind of weird how these NHL transactions take place. You end up having these these deals that are made that send, like, you know, like the Rangers send, you know, players down to Tampa and stuff like that. And, you know, a year later or two years, you know, a couple of years later, all of a sudden you see these guys coming back to, you know, potentially coming back to the Possibly. Rangers. It's kind of weird how that stuff works yeah. in the NHL, yeah. Things are changing, man. Things are changing. You ain't staying with a team for your life anymore. It just, it's not well, to it's... me, it's kind of like, I think it's kind of like, you know, 
most of you see most of the GMs, most of the coaches, upper management are former hockey players. And, you know, if us four guys played on, you know, the Boston Bruins together for two years, all four of us are in management now. And we're pretty good friends. I mean, we kind of, you know, deal with each other. It's a good feel. I think that what your philosophy is and all that other stuff already, right? I think that's going on with the Rangers and uh, Tampa. Well, obviously it is. I think it, I don't think you can argue against that. Something's going on there. There's a connection there. There's an oil line going from New York to Tampa. And that might be a good pivot to the Sabres. The Sabres uh, head coach is Phil Housley. Phil Housley was a Sabres player for I don't know how many years. I used to watch him, you know, as a, as a little, little guy. So, now that he's running the Sabres, I feel like... Just regular season. He didn't see the playoffs. Well, go ahead. Well, <laughs> but that's why we're talking about the trades that went, went on. I think that's going to change this year. Buff- I think Buffalo is going to be good. That's all I'm going to say is they'll make it to playoffs. We'll see how far they, they go. Got to. Bye-bye. They got If they don't <laughs> make it to playoffs... Playoffs! So, anyways... Uh, playoffs! <laughs> Rosalind Dolan, if that's how you say his name. Um, they, interviewed, they interviewed him, um, I don't know, last week or something. He was talking about, yeah, I've been to the city a few times. I really love it. It's an awesome city. You know, I was like, have he you really lying. Have you been to Buffalo? fucking Buffalo? <laughs> Buffalo? He lied. Are you talking about Buffalo? Maybe he's Maybe Boston. he visited, like, Tampa or something and thought yeah. it was Buffalo. But somebody pulled the wool over his eyes. He was probably there in July when it was – yeah. raining out. Well, nice. he's from Sweden, so, I mean, the climate's probably similar. Lots of snow. I don't think he's seen this much snow. All right. Maybe. But let's get it. I'm going to get into a little bit of uh, Stasny. He uh, he got dealt this week from the, from the Jets, and Vegas ended up picking him up, and they paid him pretty well, uh, $6.5 million a year. That uh, was a pretty big contract for him. Um, wasn't in Winnipeg long, and uh, they ended up moving him out. So there's some controversy there whether he was worth six and a half million, but you know they paid him, and he was playing with Patrick Liney this year. Um, obviously, obviously a good compliment to him, you know. So they're gonna have to figure out what that, where they're gonna fill that hole. But you know, he was with the Blues before that, getting 28 million. You know, seven million a year, and even then, you know, people were saying that he was he was overpaid. So he ended up getting the same contract again with Vegas. So we'll see what happens. But you know, Vegas sent James Neal to Calgary. I don't know. I watched James Neal in the playoffs, man. I thought he was awesome. I thought he did great for the for the Vegas Knights. So I don't really know if that was a big advantage for the for the Vegas Golden Knights to pick up Stasny and get rid of James Neal. What do you guys think about that? Well, think- I, to me, to me, Stasny's just that, you know, the typical NHL player who, you, you know, he's not on the headlines every single night, but he's a factor on your team. Like, if, if, if you put him on your squad, he's going to produce first, second line. He's not going to be the uh, – the Jack Eichel or the uh, Nathan McKinnon of your team, but he's going to be top five in points. He's uh, a leader. He's been in the league for a while, and uh, 
he has that dangle ability and the scoring ability. So for me, if I was a GM and uh, his contract was ready to, if it was up or negotiable, I'd be going after him. I think anyone should. Well, and you know, when Tavares, you know, when that went down, you know what I mean? Then it starts, you know, all the chips start falling after that. Stasny, you know, like is kind of like next best available, you know? So all right. the big, the big, the big blue chipper, Tavares kind of goes off the table, and so GMs kind of start scrambling to start signing these. You know, we don't want to call them second tier, you know what I mean? But it's, you know, it's like they just start next. scrambling to pick up, yeah, next level, you know what I mean? So it's like the next yeah. guy in line or whatever. So they start, they start picking those guys up. So he, he was, he was kind of best, he was kind of the next chip to fall. Yeah, and there's talk that he's going to um, help Alex Tuck fit right into one of the top six forwards in the league, which um, you know that was surprising to me when I heard that. Uh, hopefully we have Alex on the show coming up in the next couple of weeks and, you know, talk to him a little bit about what he thinks about Stasny coming on. They're probably going to be team or line mates. So that'll be interesting to see. And they're saying, and they're saying, uh, you know, as far as Winnipeg goes, they're saying, you know, Jack Roslovic will probably fill the, sh- you know, maybe come up and fill the shoes of, uh, you know, try to fill the shoes of Stasny anyways. But so Jack, if you're listening, come on the show. I mean, I, I think Jack will be good. Good plug in there. I mean, we watched him in playoffs, the first round versus Minnesota. All four of us watched it pretty closely, and uh, he did pretty well. I think he had three points there in that series. He was uh, always dangling, running around, um, you know, making plays. So uh, I think I think he has a really good chance to crack crack the squad for good now. Yeah, we had a, a lot of other trades too, guys. Uh, you know, I don't even know if we can even touch on half of these trades. I doubt it. We'll be here all night. I only got three beers left. (laughs) I got to see Morassic got dealt. Did you guys see that? He didn't last long in in Philly. He got dealt. He's gone. Yeah. I see see Carolina and Calgary did some trading. They got uh, a couple guys. Carolina went to Calgary. Uh, A couple other guys went. You're right, Mark. There's just so many... So I was going to say, Ryan O'Reilly for the Sabres got dealt oh, to the Blues for Tage Thompson, uh, well, for three guys, and then they took the goalie as well. Uh, it's Tage Thompson. Who is it? Rob, Buffalo's going to be good here soon. I mean, they just need some someone to put that squad together in Buffalo, if you're listening. I'll take $180,000 a year, and I'll put a squad together. <laughs> we'll make we'll make it deep into the playoffs. Give me just given those players, they have to. I mean, they're getting another first round pick here in 2019. They balanced um, the books too, getting rid of Ryan O'Reilly. The Blues picked up a I know, but seven million dollar tab this year. The I'm that hard nosed player. I like Ryan. Riley, he was a good player, man. Me too. Those are the kind of those are the kind of guys that I would build around. Yeah, you can get a Crosby or a Hit or Tavares. They're gonna play good anywhere, no matter where they go. You got to start on that that third and second line and build up to the first. You know those those first first liners come in every draft year or every once in a while. You might fucking get lucky and be able to pick them up. But you got to start on the third line and then go forward. You don't start on the – my perspective, you don't start on the first line and work down to the fourth. I think you work the other way up. I hear you, Pat. It's kind of like it's kind of like the mold that the Vegas Knights put their team together. You know, you put a bunch of yeah, out there. And, you know what I mean? That, that work well together and they 
I, I, I hear what you're saying totally. That's kind of how that's how kind of how Vegas did it. So yeah, the, and O'Reilly's uh, Kyle Lockposo too, and then that yeah, Vladimir Sabatka. <laughs> Say that one more time. Vladimir oh. Sobotka. Who's drinking vodka? <laughs> yeah, those those are good third, second line players. So I mean, and then they got Eichel, they got Casey Middlestad up there on first. Yeah. Um. So they're starting to build Sam there. Reinhardt, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think we're gonna at the minimum be in the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Uh, they got to be. Rasmus uh, Ristolainen. I mean, who could say that twice? I don't know you said wrist shot. Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian. Riley Nash, he got dealt to the Blue Jackets. So that oh, was been, been talked about for the last week or so, where the hell he was going to go. So he ended up signing a three-year deal. Back $8 home. Million. So he's down in Columbus. And Mrazic went to the Hurricanes. One-year deal. So the, the Sabres, li- listen to this, guys. The Sabres starting defenseman could be Rasmus Dahlin and Rasmus Ristolainen. <laughs> Two Rasmus <laughs> on one team. Don Cherry like that. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that name before. Oh, I hadn't either. But They'll come up with some stupid name or something for those two. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I'm, I mean, I, I haven't really been this excited for the start of a hockey season in, you know, almost two decades now. But that's another topic. I'm just, going to be I'm just excited to see where uh, um, Carlson's going. I don't really know yeah, to be honest with you. Good. Where do you guys think? If you had to guess, where would he get, Where is he going to go? Put yourself in his skates. <laughs> D-Train was saying he might go to the Rangers, so I'm pulling for that, man. Well, I think the Rangers are in on the deal. Rangers, Dallas, yeah. or Vegas at this point are the three that are. Well, the Rangers got to have cap. I mean, they dealt so many guys last uh, the end of the season. Something I heard something. Alfredson came out, right? You know, the old uh, Ottawa Sens man there, Daniel Alfredson. He's, I guess he's come out pushing to try to keep him, but. See how it works out. I mean, at the end of the day, it's in the Ottawa Senators' hands. What's going to happen to them, right? So, I, I, I mean, think they already gave him up, though. That's that's the thing is it's already out of their hands. He's already it, it yeah. poo pooing on him. It is in a sense. I mean, he's on the he's on the trade block. I mean, they still gonna they still own the rights to him. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Well, to me, I don't. So if it's Dallas, really, if if the Rangers are out because of cap, and it's Dallas and Vegas. Why would you go to Dallas? Vegas was just in the Stanley Cup Finals, and let me tell you, that changes things if Carlson's on that team. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I think Rangers will have the cap. You know, they oh, got sure. after sure. a lot of guys. Well, right, right. They sold off their whole freaking team last year, so I mean, they got to have cap space. I mean, oh, you yeah, think I, I don't think they want to stay in Ottawa. Ottawa's, a, I mean, they're looking to build a new arena. They can't fill seats there. They close off the upper deck of the arena now. I mean, why would you want to play there? I mean, his wife was getting harassed all year by Hoffman's wife. I mean, so He's there's probably some fairness there. So, I mean, I don't see why. He doesn't get along with the owner, the coach, GM. No. You turn so down an $80 million contract, too. That kind of kind of shows you don't want to be there. Yeah. Well, why would you say? Only give, me, they, only give them $10 million a year. Yeah. Because we really don't want you here, I think. Really I don't know, it's a bit of chaos too, isn't it? Aren't they morally? I mean, they're kind of in a little bit of 
instability. I mean, they're not even sure if they're going to continue to have a team really going in the future. I mean, it might be sold somewhere else. I mean, that's what I've heard anyways. You heard the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they Mark. might move. They might move. They, might they move tried to sell, and I think the NHL denied the deal. Is that right? That's what I heard. I heard that they tried. They approached the uh, the league about selling, and they denied it. To to me, that's just such poor management. I don't I don't even understand like how that's possible in Ontario, Canada. I mean, look, capitalized Canada. In Canada, having a, owning an NHL hockey team, you should be profitable, no matter what. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing? They had really poor attendance last year, though. You know, I mean, they were like, there was stuff in the media, like, being dangled out there, like, to their fans, like, you guys need to start showing up again if you don't want to lose your franchise kind of thing. Like, I don't know. It's pretty, it makes no sense to me. Like, I mean, selfishly living, you know, you know, 90 minute drive from being able to go watch games up in Ottawa. I hate to see that happen. So I hope they can kind of correct the ship. Yeah, that or Montreal, but... You know, I'd rather yeah. have two options than, than just one. Absolutely. I'd rather go somewhere where people are at least speaking English a little bit. <laughs> yeah, helps. <laughs> you you take, uh, anyway. take left-hand turns at least. That's right. Well, fellas, a lot of deals going on. A lot of deals. A lot of uh, third-liners, fourth-liners this year. People signing two-year deals, like $2 million deals for two years. Um, you know, it's just been a crazy week. I mean, it's... Every every day I turn on the news, I see a new trade. So yeah, that Ryan McDonough deal, that was six point seven five million a year, so almost seven years. So that's got to tighten up their cap pretty pretty close to being maxed out. So yeah, yep. it's going to be exciting here that couple of days. So we'll see what happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, Carlson will be in uh, Dallas. I guess. Fuck that. He's gonna be LGR baby. I, I think I agree with Mark. I think he ends up with the Rangers. I think they kind of sneak in there and take him. Car- Carlson is still young. What is he, like 28 years old or something like that? So, I mean, he's still relatively young. But, I mean, when you look at the Rangers, I mean, they're, they're like, you know, super young now. You know I mean? They've had, you know, wholesale changes there. So, he could kind of be – they got a lot of young talent, but it would be kind of good to get him, you know, a little bit of a kind of a veteran presence in there too, which would, uh, you know, help that young team kind of grow a little bit. Yeah, he's just nasty, man. He's like one of my favorite defensemen to watch. Being a defenseman, you know, my whole life, you know, that's exciting to see a guy like that jumping up in the play. And actually, the first time I think we talked about this before is when I first started watching him. I thought he was a forward, and then as I kept watching him, like, hey, wait, he's playing defense. What the fuck? Because <laughs> he was in the play like every shift. He was up in the offensive end, either making a pass or taking a shot. I mean, that is a, a game changer for a team that can have it a defenseman you know, produce, because there's only a few of them that can do it, you know. There's yeah. a lot of good defense. Is that, that why you grew the hair out? Yeah, I got the lettuce going, man. It's Carlson, baby. Got the Carlson. There we go. <laughs> I mean, we can get them on the show, take a picture together. <laughs> there's, o- there's only so many defensemen that can score like he can. I mean, three to four in that league. Well, s- someone like him to be available is huge. Yeah, he's got to stay healthy, too. He's had some issues with that, so it's out there. Yeah, but the the risk is is a lot less than the reward, I think. Have a defensive, well, I, uh, you know. I think anybody would take him, man. Everybody yeah. wants him. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be an impact player wherever he lands. Uh, I'm curious. And he's, rel- he's relatively young still, too, which is, yep. you know, that's a big thing, too. 
if I owned a team, I'd be selling everything. My wife, cars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hoffman's wife. But, Hoffman's wife. Jimmy Howard uh, just got a little competition in Detroit. Um, they just signed Jonathan Bernier. Bernier, yeah. How do you say his last name? From Banana, Banana Cakes. Banana Muffin. Yeah. From Colorado. He came in with a $9 million three-year contract to back up Jimmy Howard. I read an interview he had. He was talking about how he was hoping he would share time and not be just a backup in Detroit. So Jimmy will have to, you know, play some skates, tighten him up a little bit. We're going to have to ask just, Jimmy what he thinks about that. Uh, that's just a Detroit putting that on the press, making those boys work harder. No doubt. They uh, Mike McKenna too, ex ex St. Lawrence Saint here. He just signed with he signed a contract with the Sens, right? Out of yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be coming on the show too. So we'll have to talk to him about his experience. Uh, we reached out to him and he's a little bit busy with a Calder Cup finishing it up and. Uh, when we were trying to get him on the show, we had we didn't realize he was negotiating a contract with the the Sens at the time. But he said, "I'm a little busy right now, but I'll I'll get on the Blue Line Hockey Club in, in a few weeks." So he must have knew this nice. deal was coming. So oh, nice. he should get his input on it pretty soon. Yeah, it. sounds good, hey, boys. All right, fellows. Well, I got to wrap it up a little early tonight, boys, since I'm in Orlando. Right. So right. seriously. Next did they like give you like free flights to go to Orlando in July or what? <laughs> they must have. I mean, no, it wasn't free flights all, plus. It's like, hey, it's July, you want to go to the equator? Four dollar flight. <laughs> well, look, it's a uh, hundred degrees where you are, and it's eighty six where I am. So, oh, who's laughing yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking to that boys, uh, the doctor here. Um, got the boys working out a little bit, making sure they're going to pass the physicals for the season. Off so. ice training for next. Oh. Yeah, I'm getting Anybody, ready, boys. I know uh, E2 and Sully got their workout in this week, so they, they got to come on the show. But um, Peters, we'll let you play in around swinging dicks with Mickey Mouse. That'll count for this week. <laughs> I was slacking. I'll give you that. <laughs> carrying, I'm sure you're carrying a backpack. And a bunch of other shit around Disney World and yeah. had some good swamp ass going for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll can't it. even imagine. <laughs> we'll let it slide this time. So all of our viewers and our listeners out there, if you want to get in on the, the doctor's physical plan, shoot us a message on Facebook. Let us know if you're getting back in shape like us men's league hockey players in the off season, And uh, fill us in on how much workout – you're getting in throughout the week, and there's no excuses. So tell us about your, your off ice training. Get after it. The doctor wants to hear it. You too, Sully. Get your ass out there. I'm getting there. We're gonna get the uh, Fitbit. Um, all the viewers and listeners can uh, log onto our website. Us four are gonna have the Fitbit challenge coming up. So we're gonna see how much weight I can lose around my neck. So you guys are going to see me win the Fitbit, the Blue Line Club Fitbit Challenge, and you guys can actually join. Nice. And if you beat us, we'll give you something. It's your BLC t-shirt or hat out there. Free uh, ticket slip to the Huda Owl bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that will surely make you vomit. <laughs> yeah, you'll lose weight. You will get gangrene. 
So don't forget All to right, check boys. us out, fellas. Check us out. Um, iTunes now, Stitcher, Google Play, or get on the website like uh, our original viewers or listeners, I should say, bluelinehockeyclub.com. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and uh, share all of our posts on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, folks, keep your stick on the ice. See ya. Peace. Keep your head up. Charlie McAvoy next episode, boys. We know. Charlie Mac. We'll see you, buddy, next week. Big time.